Hi, my name is Barb Nangle. I'm the founder of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery. This is episode six, Fear of Being Judged. Before I get into the content of this podcast, I want to say something that I've probably said before and will likely say again, and that is that I was absolutely blind to much of my life pre-recovery. Now that I'm along the path of recovery, I can look back and I can see here's what I was doing, here's what I was thinking, and here's what my motives were. But again, I was completely blind to all of that before recovery. And I think even if I could have seen these things, I definitely did not have the ego strength at that time to admit them, which I think was my psyche protecting me. So back to the topic at hand, fear of being judged. Before recovery, I was absolutely mired in fear. I really didn't know this until it was gone. A lot of my fear before recovery had to do with what others thought of me. I was afraid people would judge me. So being the good people-pleasing codependent addict that I was, I couldn't have that. What I did was I decided what I thought you wanted from me or wanted in me. For people I knew, I'd gather information over time, and if it seemed like what I was doing, who I was being, wasn't working, I'd switch it up. A lot of barb was up for negotiation. There were certain core elements of me that remained the same for sure, but much of me was negotiable. Now let's talk about people I didn't know. This could be a person that I was meeting for the first time and would continue to know or complete strangers that I'd never see again. It really didn't matter. I'd make decisions about what I thought they wanted from me or wanted me to be or what would impress them without ever talking to them, mind you, didn't ask them any questions about what they wanted. And then I'd be that or I'd try to which was really hard, or maybe even impossible. The thing was, because I wasn't really me, I was really defensive, because God forbid, they should see behind the curtain and realize I wasn't who they thought I was. One of the concepts that I've borrowed from the discipline of sociology, which is actually what my background is, is the notion of image management. So what I was doing was trying to manage my image because I was afraid of what they'd think of the real me. But honestly, there was no real me, or at least not a complete real me. And those inner parts of me that remained the same, I'd be goddamned if I was going to show them to anyone. Too scary, too vulnerable. So again, I was really defensive and none of this was conscious. So I've got this fake image I'm managing about which I'm defensive. Now let's multiply that times all the people I've ever met. To be sure, I didn't have a completely different version of Barb for every single person, but there were enough different versions to be crazy making. Talk about insanity. I want to make clear here, though, that it's perfectly normal to have slightly different personas based on your different roles in life. So 
you're a colleague, a sibling, a parent, a hobbyist, a sports enthusiast. I'm not talking about those kinds of role changes. And those are normal when you switch between them. I'm talking about something that goes much deeper. I'm talking about identity. Who I was was up for negotiation. Harriet Lerner calls this de-selfing. I would absent myself from a situation or a relationship. And while I'm talking about Harriet Lerner, I want to give a plug for her book, The Dance of Anger. It's a fantastic compliment to recovery. And if you have problems with anger, meaning you never get angry or you're always angry, It's probably a great resource for you. It's written for women, but honestly, I think anybody could find it useful. She talks about anger as a signal. Typically, it's a signal that a boundary has been crossed, or at least an indication of where a healthy boundary would be helpful. And she uses the metaphor of the dance. So when people are dancing with partners, if one of them changes their steps, the other person must also change their steps or they must exit the dance. And the same is true when it comes to anger. When one partner in an exchange changes what they do with the anger, the other must also change or they must leave the exchange and possibly even the relationship or maybe just the relationship as it stands. Back to the main topic. I have all these different images I'm managing. I'm defensive all the time, which means I'm stressed out and I'm filled with tension all the time. Certainly not happy, joyous, and free like I am now. Understanding all this helps me understand why I felt like I was fragmented because I was. And thus, the name of this podcast fragmented to whole. So how did I go from fragmented to whole? There's a lot of my recovery that went into my integration of me to become a whole complete person. But on this particular topic of fear of judgment, it was this, I realized that I am going to be judged. There's no avoiding it. Human beings are discerning, judging creatures. We have to be. There's no way around it. So given that, how about if I get judged for the actual me instead of some fake version or versions of me? The reality is not everyone is going to like me. That's not possible. I can't make people like me as much as I tried over the years. But here's the thing. Now I like me and I have to live with me. None of those other people do. I have to live in my own skin and I'd rather focus on me and liking me, which means I honor myself and my preferences. If I don't like something or I don't want to do something, I say so. And that results in me honoring others as well. I'm being genuine with them. They know who they're getting. They know I will tell them the truth that they can trust me. I know that I can trust me, 
which is so important because I really didn't trust myself before recovery. Another thing I never could have acknowledged, but I really didn't. To recap, my fear of being judged was relieved when I realized I will be judged, but I might as well be judged for the actual me instead of some fake version or versions of me. There's a quote I heard many years ago that I'd like to end with that I think sums this up beautifully. I thought I understood it 20 plus years ago when I heard it, but I really didn't. It was something I understood conceptually, but not in the fullness of my being like I do now. And this is the quote, better to be hated for who you are than loved for who you are not. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share it with anyone who might find it helpful. Tune in again next week for the next episode and be sure to like the episode and rate it if you're so inclined.